This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, this is former WWE superstar and ECW original, The Blue Meanie. And Josh Chernoff. And uh, we're excited to announce that Mind of the Meanie is now powered by the MLW Radio Network. Myself and Josh Chernoff will bring you a show every week where we talk about everything from wrestling, movies, sports, and useless knowledge. But most importantly, we have a great group of neighbors there with front row material. Absolutely. Front row material. We've got Mike Freeland. We've got Mikey Whipwreck. And we have got hashtag... This is Jerry Lynn. You're welcome again for that. I love to be here with you guys. I'm glad to call you neighbor. Maybe I'll stop over for uh, some extra coffee or a cup of sugar or have a slice of dropped pie. Ditto. Please tune into Mind and Meanie. Please keep supporting Front Row Material and we'll be a part of this great MLW radio network. It's time to start your day the right way with Front Row Material. Starring ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Now, let's welcome your host, Mike Freeman. Alright guys, welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. I am your host, Mike Free. You know what? Yeah, I just thought about this. I haven't done an opening correctly, and I can't even tell you how long, so I hope you're enjoying this because I can't tell you the next time it's going to come around. But I am not joined by the ECW legends this week. No, Jerry is in Jacksonville doing his AEW thing. Mikey is uh, recovering still. I am joined by my good longtime personal friend who farted. And uh, who hey, farted? Hey, tell, tell everybody your, your real name. Uh, it's Kevin. Nice. Kevin, thank you for taking time to join us on the show. So first question I got to ask you, you know, what made you decide to jump on in here tonight and, uh, and, and join the show? Uh, I just happened to be looking at Twitter when you sent the message out and I was like, hey, that looks fun. So let's nice. Very, very cool. So. Uh, I, I assume, have you heard our show from the beginning or you just kind of recently joined in last few months or no, I've, I've been here from the beginning, probably two months into it. I caught it. Wow. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. We are very glad to have you uh, a part of the crew, part of the family and uh, got some interesting topics. I'd like to go over this week with you, but I do want to ask you the who farted thing before we go any further. How did who farted get started? <laughs> uh, no pun intended like a dr seuss thing right there well so how, we, did, how, how did it happen take us through the uh the, the evolution of <clears throat> farted. i was just sitting around one day watching the wwe network watching some old wcw nitro on there okay and i forget what episode it was but they were going in and the camera pan in over the crowd there's a huge sign this little 14 year old kid looks to be holding it and it's like two levels of poster board, and it just says, who farted? And from there, <laughs> and that, me and my one friend that always went to wrestling shows, we decided someday we got to make a who farted sign, and it's just been <laughs> – Every time somebody asks me anything on, on Twitter, it's you just – who farted? And you just <laughs> oh, send my it God. To, yeah. That is, that is probably one of the coolest Twitter handle names ever because – you have to say the Twitter handle 
when you say who the question came from. So who farted asks, oh my God, who? Who did what? Who farted? <laughs> yeah. I, I use it as my game handle too on a lot of stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So let's kind of start off with this here. How long have you been a wrestling fan? Probably 20 years. Nice. What was your first memory of wrestling when you first were introduced to it? Was there anything that you were the first person you, you recognized or you saw? Or For first thing I, rec- I truly remember to this day is the Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango feud. Yes. And Papa Shango cast the, the pea soup puke on the Ultimate oh, Warrior. My dad was, was sitting there. My dad, look, he's puking. I'm so really he's puking. That's pea soup. Calm down. <laughs> that was uh, that was definitely entertaining, but I think that was the first time I ever saw someone vomit on, uh, on TV. So was yeah. that – I'm trying to think when that angle was. Was that in – I was just trying to think the other day. Oh. 91, 92, maybe? I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah, I was young. I was only 10. Because I want to say that one was when he came back. Was that after the run-in at WrestleMania 8? Or not WrestleMania 8, I'm sorry. See, um, I was one of them wrestling fans that never bought the pay-per-views. Okay. I caught, caught all the highlights on the Monday night wrestling episodes. I'd be flipping back and forth between the two. Nice. Catch all the good matches before the internet came along. You know. Oh, there's there's very few of us who uh, who can actually say before the internet, but we can. Yeah. Do you ever remember pay per views where it was on a certain channel, but it was scrambled, where you could still hear the audio? Yeah, and every now and again, if everything lined up just right, you could make out that one little split second of what yes. was going on. Oh, yeah. my God. Mm. Good times for free, and uh, uh-huh. even if we couldn't see a whole lot. Wow. So, you know, when it comes to wrestling and, and wrestling fans, the first question I always ask them is, what's their first memory? And obviously, you mentioned the Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango, but – what would you say from your early on was your most memorable moment? Meaning, wow, like now that I'm watching it, this one was yeah. the most profound for me personally as a viewer. The the whole Hogan Macho Man nice powers explosion. Just just the way it was done to look back, even now it still is an attention grabber. It was just it was the right time done the right way. And it was just, it was great when it happened and just the, the feuds that came out of that, just not Macho Man and Hogan, but Hogan. And I, I forget who all came out really from that, but there was many, many feuds off of that alone. Oh yeah, no, I agree completely. I think it was one of the, it's one of the memorable feuds that I think people will always talk about as the, the most well done it was it wasn't rushed yet it wasn't too terribly long and drawn out it was the perfect timing and it was the way they put it you were either on one side or the other you were either on camp hogan or you were on camp savage and yeah. if you were in camp hogan you thought whoa what's the big deal this guy's just trying to keep his friends and then if you're on side macho you could look at it from the perspective of wait a minute uh, i think this guy might have lust in his eyes 
Yeah. And so, yeah, very interesting. So what side were you on? Were you in Camp Macho or Camp Hogan? At the time, I got to say I was a more of a Camp Hogan guy. He, he For that time, he was just geared towards the younger kids, and that was right up my alley. Hogan, eat your vitamins and do your push-ups and everything, say your prayers and all that. Yeah, I, I bought that hook, line, and sinker. Now, do you have any wrestling memorabilia from when you were growing up, or do you have anything even to this day that you've kept over the years that you're like, yeah, this is a, this is a personal relic of mine? Um, <clears throat> when they did the November to Remember 97, ECW did the November Remember 97 from the Golden yes. Dome. Yes. Uh, Shane Douglas went to a local radio station. Okay. My friend's mom worked there. So me and him went down there. We got a signed eight by 10 picture from Shane personalized to us. Oh, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. That that's the only, th- only thing. And I just, I just got a Mikey Whipwreck signed picture here. Not too long ago. Look at that. Store. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, any action figures? Are you an action figure guy or eh, not so much? Nah, that that really wasn't me. I, I'm not the collector type. I I never got into tape trading either. I okay. taped like the ECW was on at midnight back when it was on or in here. Right. So if I wasn't working, I would be sleeping. So I had a VCR. That was the one thing I would always tape it. So I still have this day the VCR tapes uh the ECW shows with the old commercials and everything in it. Gosh, you say you say the the phrase VCR nowadays. People look at you like, "What? Yeah, what VCR? I don't understand." You really want to confuse them? Say eight track. Uh, this guy's having a stroke. Get him out of here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I even have a Betamax still. Holy so, man! Yeah, we're not messing around here. We are not messing yeah. around. I mean, I uh, have an Atari and I have an Intellivision, which actually was the precursor to atari so wow yeah i go way back way 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 back but um so the macho man hogan was kind of the memorable thing that kind of started getting you fueled into it the first one was uh was warrior vomiting uh because of papa shango so hmm so when the 90s really started to ramp up you said you were into ecw did you have a favorite ecw guy that you really were drawn to uh, I would have to say Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman were my two guys. Sabu was also up there with me and my friends just because he would do the crazy stacking tables on chairs on top of ropes and watching it wobble when he jumps on it. He's going to screw up. Right. And just the stuff he would do was just crazy. Wow. So Tommy Dreamer and the Sandman. Um Yeah. Hey, did you ever get a chance to go to the ECW arena? Never to the arena, but I never missed the show. They came up to that CCBC Golden Dome numerous times. The first ever time was Easter Sunday in like 95 or 96. Okay. And that, yeah, that was the first time I ever missed Easter breakfast, Easter dinner with my family. Like, yeah, I got more important places to be today. Wow. So what was on that card that night? Oh, I can't even remember. I would have to go back and look. I have to check with my buddy. He collects everything, and he has his probably ticket stub still. Wow! And that was at the was at the Golden Dome as well. Yes. Nice. Now was that a big venue or? 
they at that pay-per-view they maxed it out at 5000 people there was 5000 people and that was the biggest dome record for people i mean that's for ecw you got to think about it that's not that that's not bad at all no not no, bad at yeah. all yeah i never had the chance to go to the arena myself uh, one of those things that i wish would have happened but uh it, it just didn't um Wrestling is really interesting because you know when you meet different people and you talk to listeners and whatnot, they yeah. they have a different vision of what wrestling is and what wrestling should be. Do you think wrestling should be more of a combat type of thing where there's not as much haha and comedy and in storylines, or do you think that no, I actually like some of that stuff as well? I really think it's up to the promotion and the performers that do it. They're up there doing it, so whatever they want to do, if it's not entertaining to me, I'm not going to go and complain on the internet about how this is so stupid, but I'm still watching it. I'm just going to turn the channel until I find something that interests me. Sure. So if the performer goes out there and bombs on something that was his idea, he can only blame himself. Right. If they're getting pushed to do certain things, you can only – go so far with certain ideas until you're restricted. When you and I were talking before we went on air, we were had a discussion about uh, how the world of wrestling has changed. And it seems like there's not really a defined good guy, bad guy right now. It seems to be like you said, shades of gray. Tell yeah. us a little bit more about what that was. So people can kind of hear what your, your thought, a train of thought was on that. Well, I, I seen it start to happen when Stone Cold became the big time guy and he was fighting against. He was he was a bad guy as the ringmaster mm -hmm. before it was Stone Cold. He was a bad guy. So he's still Stone Cold with the bad guy. But then Vince McMahon came in the boss. Well, everybody's going to hate their boss. So now Stone Cold gets catapulted into a baby face role, a, a good guy role. But he never changes from his heel persona of his moves or his stuff he does outside the ring because that's what captivated the audience to pay attention to him is all the craziness, like dri driving the beer truck down and spraying Vince with the beer hose. That Yeah, I remember that to this day. But from him, then it, it just seemed like there was never a true – good guy, baby face hero who came down to the ring, one clean, one, two, three in the middle, pinned them for a submission, pinned them or had them for a submission. They're just always this kind of gray character that, yeah, he'll, he'll turn around and cheat to win. And, but he's still a good guy because everybody cheers for him. They're just not truly defined good guys and bad guys, in my opinion. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a very true statement because when you look at things now, what's happening with, you know, and I hate to say this, but like with, with Roman Reigns, you know, they, they really tried to play the fence with him for a very long time. Now, recently, he's turned completely heel, but you're right. Yeah. There, but th with Roman Reigns, too, though, right now, why he's heel, he's with Paul Heyman. Why right. couldn't he go heel on himself? What is WWE holding back? him back from or telling him he can't accomplish in his own character that's his character to do what he sees fit with it 
yeah, it's their idea, but he's carrying out. So they got to be a compromise on both sides on who and what can be done and said. And you can't script everything because you got to be able to change on a fly. That That's professional wrestling, being able to improv. Do you have a um, a favorite type of match when you watch it? Are you... Or do you just kind of like anything? Meaning, you know, do you, are you like a ladder match kind of guy? Or are you a steel cage kind of guy? Any type of stipulations? Nah, just just the wrestling athletic aspect of it. Like, yeah, I like the high fire stuff, but who, who doesn't? But a good chain wrestle match, get a good combination chain yeah, I I know nobody like because they're just yeah it's break time let's lay here let's do no it just adds to the storytelling aspect of it if you right. get the right guys if you don't have the right guys then it it looks like what it does yeah it it does I think I think wrestling fans nowadays and you can tell me if I'm wrong on this one I think they demand more. They have such high expectations of what yeah. they want from the performers. And I feel like unless it's something that is over the top, they kind of pan it in a lot of ways. Because I, I see on yeah. social media so much that if it didn't live up to what their expectation was in their mind, they, they think it was complete crap. You can't please everybody. You're always going to have your people like it and people you hate it. But that brings me back to like we were talking before we started recording. I think they pulled the curtain too far back. Yeah, it's nice to have the behind-the-scenes access, but they need to bring that cafe back and put that wall up so they can have a place that the performers and the athletes can decompress and, and unwind a little bit and not have to be in the spotlight for somebody sitting behind the keyboard on the other side of the country deciding, you're more athletic than I can ever be. So I don't like you and I'm going to make fun of you. That's in my opinion, that's what it comes down to a lot of times. Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. I think there's a lot of armchair quarterback people out there who think they know what's up and they think they know how to put matches together. And unfortunately it's, it's not the case. So we are ECW Buell McGillicuddy, Bill Alfonso. I will give you the link. You uh, you want to give us the countdown? Ready in five, four, three, two, one. All right, we are here. So I'm not exactly sure where we are at this well, point. We just got a message from Rip said he's back. He's so back. Maybe, maybe he'll be jumping in. I'll have to keep an eye on him. So we have Bill Alfonso in the ring with Beulah McGillicuddy. Yeah. And I've, I've heard a oh. story that Bill Alfonso did this match and he bled so bad because he was basically going to, Paul was going to fire him. That's, yes. I don't know how true that is. Or I, have heard, I have heard the same story and uh, Paul was so impressed by the effort he gave that uh, he kept his job. Yeah. Me and my friends always said, it, it, Fonzie, it's because the amount of blood. And, hey, and you know what? Christopher Butts just sent in his email. Christopher Butts. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have to get Christopher Butts in here. But look, let, let's let's keep up with this match right here before we get the other guys to join us. Beulah McGillicuddy, and you said this is one of your favorite matches, right? Yeah. All right. So Beulah I went mean, ahead 
and she took a cookie sheet out of her uh, out of her shirt and she busted Bill Alfonso open. Yeah, and he just he just bleeds like a stuck pig till the end of the match. And he is lacerated. He's being uh-huh. thrown out to the outside. Now, Beulah, I think, was kind of underrated when it came to her wrestling ability. Would you agree? Yeah, but I've heard stories that she was never trained to wrestle. Like, the first bump she ever took was when she took the original DDT from Tommy Dreamer. Never took a practice one. Yeah, I heard that on Tommy Dreamer's podcast. He did an interview with her one time, and she was talking about it. That's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. Looks like, uh, what has she got here? She, a frying pan. All right. So Beulah's got a frying pan. You know what? I got to give a lot of credit. Bill Alfonso was working his ass off. Uh huh. Look at the, uh, and literally, it looks like a gunshot wound to the face. It's yeah, that. Uh, just wait till the end of the match. His shirt is just so, I mean, good thing it's black. If it was like a white shirt, it would have been so much worse. Oh, my God. So we just saw Bill Alfonso get a little bit of offense in here. Buell is down right now, but looks like there's other wrestlers from the ECW locker room who are out there. Is that um, Axel Rotten? Rotten? Yeah. I think Balls is out there, too. Man, I tell you what, he's ragdolling her, but once again, he's selling like a son of a bitch. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. What, look at that eye. Yeah. Oh, my God. That'd make Dusty Rhodes jealous. Jeez, oh, Pete's. That's a, that's a hell, of a, hell of a shot right there. Oh, yeah. Now, I, I guess that was a body slam. Yeah, that was kind of a flip. It was. And we got referee John Finnegan, who's in there right now. Oh, is he going for a suplex? Looks like he may... Oh, getting blocked. She blocked it. DDT. Oh, and she DDTs Bill Alfonso. She's going for the cover. Is it enough? It is not. Just a two count. Look look at the canvas. Oh, man, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. Just from that little bit from that DDT. You know, I I think the great thing about Bill Alfonso, which, which a lot of people don't appreciate about him is, and I said this a second ago, how well he sells a lot of this stuff. And yes, with with somebody like Beulah, who might not be the most experienced, he's making her look like she's a beast. A million bucks, yeah. I mean, with the chops, with the Irish whips. Oh, my God, that shirt. Look at his shirt, yeah. That shirt looks like someone just dumped a bucket of water on him. Uh-huh. But that's all his own blood. That's blood and sweat, too, from all that action under them lights. Wow. Wow. Looks like he's trying to set Buell up in the corner. What's he going to do? He's not going to try moonsault. He's not going to be crazy enough to try moonsault. Oh, he's wobbling around. He's lost so much blood. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Alfonso to the middle rope. He's going to try to go to the top, but Buell is getting up. Think he got a nosebleed getting up that high? Oh. Got him right in the crown jewels. Now he's in the trio pose. Oh, yeah. Looks like Beulah's looking for something. Up oh, there it is. Steel chair. Yeah. She don't want to get blood on her shoes. I wouldn't want to get blood on me. 
Oh, drop kick. This, this is really hey, look at when that chair falls down. Look at just the the pool of blood behind it. This is insane. And and here's the thing about this one. People are really into it. Yeah. People well, are really into this match. ECW at the time, they were one of the fir first promotions to do intergender wrestling and have men touching women. Yeah, in WCW, the men always came up, but they never touched them, never did anything to them. Right. The women were just kind of a prop. ECW, the women were more than a prop. They defended themselves and knew how to defend themselves. Right. It came down to it. Oh, there it is. That's the end yep. of it right there. Yep. Wasn't a long match, but look at the audience's response to this. Who farted? Yeah. This is incredible. And that that's just that's the ECW crowd. Like they were there to live it. They were. They were there to have fun. They were there. She kind of reminds me a little of a Becky Lynch. Does that make sense? Yeah. She kind of has a little bit of that. Yeah, John Finnegan did nothing. <laughs> he basically yeah. stood there with this this look on his face and counted three and yeah, didn't he's look there like to he wanted to touch anyone. Yeah, he's there to count three. Wow. Wow. Fonzie's still selling. And look, the ref didn't have to do any kind of bump. There's too many ref bumps in wrestling. You don't need a ref bump every match. I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. Do you do you think sometimes the referee's involvement becomes too much where it almost can distract from the match itself? Yes. I, I highly do. The ref is there not to make himself look good or be a bigger star than the two people that are wrestling in that ring. He is there to help the storyline along help the storyline along. Right. And that is about it. And to keep the guys, if they got a five-minute match, boom. Hey, take it home. You got 30 seconds. Let's go. And he's there to keep them on point. Other than that, he really shouldn't. Yeah, it, it, it was good that they say his name before the match because that gives them the recognition and say, hey, look, I was in there. So we're back. Unbelievable. So – Kevin, that was uh, that was one of your favorites. A cool little watch along once yep. again from ECW 1997. Bill Alfonso and Beulah McGillicuddy in what can only be described as one of the bloodiest things I have seen uh, in quite a while. Let's see here. All right, so we got somebody else who wants to jump into this friends and family charade. Uh -huh. So let me go ahead and let me send out the invite here. You ready for somebody else to join this shit show? Sure, why not? Why the hell not, right? We're going yep. through a pandemic. The hey, you at least got a picture behind you this week. Hey, hey! <laughs> no yeah. comment on the chair stuff yet. My God, everybody. Hey, I didn't say nothing about the chair. I said you had a picture behind you. That's true. That's true. Give you credit. You've been very, very nice to me, unlike Mikey and Jerry. They're very mean to me. I, I, I didn't want to get any gimmick infringement sent to me or anything like that <laughs> all right so right now i'm dialing up our good friend his name is christopher butt and right. uh yeah let me get him on so let me ask you this uh kevin when you're not enjoying wrestling and listening to podcasts what do you like to do what, what is what do you do for fun what's fun with you uh i i do yard work <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. You're doing I, the yard work. Jerry does I, a lot of yard work. 
Well, yeah, we haven't done a lot of yard work, so we have some really tall trees that had to come that have blown down, and I'm in the process of cleaning them up, and always time to cut grass. Don't ask I, you what kind of grass it is. It's green, and it grows. It needs cut. That's I was it. just about to ask you what kind of grass it was, but yes. I guess Wait, I'm, I, I'm, said, I sent a private message to the RIT, seeing if he'll if he's going to hop on tonight. All right. Joining us from another country. Hey, Chris. Organized better than we are here in the States. It's Mr. Yeah. Christopher Butt. How are you, buddy? I'm good, gentlemen. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad to see I'm somebody else too. sitting in a comfy chair. But it's all about the recliner. I'm pulling the Mike Freeland throw on the back of it. Nobody died in this chair, though. <laughs> but, hey, you never know what could happen. I mean, we're all getting a little bit older. Fuck. Well, hey, anything's possible. But you know what? Here's the thing. I Febreze this thing after she, uh, God rest her soul, passed away. So it should I, still be okay. I hope the fuck you did. <laughs> <laughs> And I made sure I got it scotch guarded, so I think we're in good shape. And now, well now you can live with the spirits. Every anytime you need help, you got the spirits of the chair to help you. This is true. Indeed. Would you? Would you? Okay, let me ask you guys this: both this question as we wait on Josh Ritter to to jump in here. Uh, we, would you accept anything from a dead relative as far as furniture? Yes, clothes. Uh, I'm taking clothes. Okay, clothes. I respect that. What about a mattress? A bed mattress? No. <laughs> that was a Hell pretty no. that was a pretty uh <laughs> that was a pretty uh strong statement there chris yeah. tell me why I, I won't accept a used mattress from anybody the fact if especially if they kicked off in the mattress because <laughs> if i'm taking a round out of the old lady the right. last thing i want to think about is hey somebody died here <laughs> That's no. Just That's a real mood killer. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, you know, it's not big to begin with. If that crosses my mind, it's going to be really small, and my wife is <laughs> yeah. not going to be happy. <laughs> I'm just saying, gentlemen. That could affect. That could affect performance. You're right. Yeah. Man. Uh, so no. Like you know, maybe a dining room table. Sure. Nice dining room hutch. Yeah. Dresser, something like that. Freeland's just in there probably, for the free Well, yeah, we all know that. <laughs> now, hold on a second. Hold on a second. I like free stuff just as much as the next guy, but I don't. I'm hoping I don't. I don't cross that line to where it's like, okay, now you have a problem. Now okay, we I'm, we clearly have a problem. I'm on free stuff, but I never win. Shine and Wizards retweet. Can you put a can you put a, a thing in for me there, Freeland? I and definitely just, will. Just a nudge. If you know, I retweet, I follow, I listen to it now. Do I win? No, I don't win a damn thing. <laughs> Shining Wizards podcast. We love you guys so much. So, Christopher Bud yeah. from uh, from Canada. What part of Canada, Christopher? I'm in Ontario. Ontario. He it's loves the show. He retweets. Uh, he listens. He does everything. So. Hopefully we can uh, we can help him out and get him something from uh, Shining Wizards. I'll even pay the duty because I've got to come across the border. I'm a good hey, guy like that. Look at this. He'll even pay the duty here in the United States. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, they make you pay taxes to get something across the border. 
So wait a minute. If someone would send you something, or something like that, I think it is called in America. Uh, that I don't know. <laughs> you would, if I sent you a gift, you would have to pay to get it. Possibly depends on what it is. Wow. I'll tell you what the killer is. Like Mikey's got that Etsy store. Right. I looked into ordering a picture because I think that'd right. be awesome. Put into sure. the man cave. The shipping and duty will be almost three times what the picture costs. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah, you know, a twenty-five dollar Canadian picture is going to cost me a hundred bucks. Yeah, that's... that's a lot of coin, boys. No, right? That's the killer. Getting stuff from the states, bringing it across, is fortunate. Got a fourth guy showing up, maybe. We got uh, in this four-way dance. I think we have Josh Ritter, but I'm not really quite sure because it's uh, it's very dark. Josh, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. How are you, Josh? Uh, I, I I'd be better if I was going out hunting tomorrow, but well, you and me both. Happening. Well, you're you're joined by uh, Kevin Musgrave, who's also known as Who Farted, Christopher Butt, and uh, and myself. So uh, I'm glad you were able to join us, buddy. Uh, I. I I was I was hit and miss with my phone, and and now I'm down to eight uh, percent. So I, I'm riding this out with you guys. Well, we appreciate that. <laughs> are you in the car? Where are you at? This this. Uh... I, I'm I'm in the car. I got my chauffeur. My my daughter's driving. So uh, life or death is is, is uh, I got witnesses now. Oh my god! I hope nothing happens while you're on this call. So is this being recorded? Because it could be worth a couple bucks on YouTube. If, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> completely well, recorded well, right now. Well, Freeland, remember uh, I did sit there and tell Jerry uh, when I was laughing so hard, I went through that guy's, uh, that lady's yard. So, so for everybody who hasn't heard that, now tell us the story about how that happened and what exactly happened on that one. Uh, I don't really remember. I remember it was Mikey. And he said, and it was something with the sheik. And I was laughing so hard that I had tears in my eyes. I went off the road and went through some lady's yard. And I felt bad. I was on my way to work. I texted Jerry, told him. Jerry called me. It's like six in the morning. Jerry calls me. He's like, Are you okay? I'm like, Yeah. He goes, Are you serious? I'm like, Yeah. So I go and, uh, Stop by after work and a little potting soil and some some ground uh, ground some TLC there and uh, everything was good afterwards. I apologized and uh, she is she was just dumbfounded who uh, went through her yard. That's insane. I don't think I've ever heard a story about somebody cracking up so hard that they lost control of their vehicle. Did you say you went through a fence too? No, 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 no fence, no fence. No fence, just, okay. Just, 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 just went through the yard, and I had tears in my eyes. No. Oh. Wow. I thought ages. It, it, it definitely was. Definitely was. Christopher, let me ask you this question. When you listen to the show, are you driving? you at work? Or are you just uh, hanging out the house? I uh, usually put it on in the morning, driving to work, finish listening to it in the office. Nice. What t- now, what time do you have to get up to uh, to start your day, typically? I get up at 6, 6.30. Okay. Do you have a long commute into work? or? 
Uh, 15 minutes if traffic is good. Oh, that's not bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, no. No. Live in the city, work in the city, so it doesn't take too long. Nice. Kevin, what about you? Uh, I'm unemployed. I listen to it when I wake up in the morning before I go out and work in the yard for the day. Yeah. Kind of chores need done. Uh, Christopher, uh, Kevin was telling us how much yard work he does. And um, what, what kind of grass do you have growing in your yard? We, we were wondering. We were discussing this before you came on the call. Uh, green. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, he agreed with me. That's what Kevin said. He said, green and don't ask me what kind. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know, man. Like, it's green. Yeah. <laughs> it's green. It gets so high, you got to cut it. That's grass. That's right. Yeah. Right now, you can't see it. It's just leaves. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. It's bad. Josh, you still there, buddy? Still here. Still here. So we were talking about this earlier, and I want to ask you this question. You were on that initial call with the listeners of the show where there was an inappropriate Santa that came on. Is that correct? Uh, I was the one that uh, was Beardo had dinner date. With, with Mrs. Beardo, so I went and uh, took over because we, we already made plans. So I went and did the live stream, and uh, well, let's just say uh, Santa came on and uh, he was showing the package. Yeah, see, I was on that, but I got in late, thankfully. Yeah, you, so Christopher, you, you, you came on a little bit late. Perfect. Kevin, were you on that call when uh, when the when the naughty Santa came on? No, I I think I missed that one. I was on for the very first one you did, and then I missed the second one, and you haven't done any more since then. Well, we will be going live. We will be going live when we've been talking about it, teasing it like it's uh, like it's a like it's a thing, but it will be starting next week. We will be live, so we won't have to worry about the. Uh, Doing, I always uh, wondered what happened with the impersonation contest. Oh my that's, that's god! A good question. No, hey, listen, question. listen. I run good. I run good contests. I run solid contests. I cannot help that uh, the, sometimes people just don't have the abilities to make it on the show to uh, to do the impersonations. I'm trying to book everything. Did you at least send the guy something? Fuck I did. Shirt. Uh, something. I, <laughs> yeah. I send him a very nice thank you DM. Hey, it's Jesus something. Freeland? I know. Yeah, I, it, it was I two words. Sque- thank you. Yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. squeeze a booger at a Lincoln's nose on a penny, man. That's how much I can pinch a penny. Fuck. Freeland is not a very Jewish name, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got to have relations somewhere in that. Oh, uh, Jesus. Jo- uh, Josh, Yo. we we got we got we got images of you going in and out. This is like a horror movie. It, it, if you were in here driving, uh, it would be the same thing uh, I'm looking at as you're looking at horror movie. Uh, oh, gee. We were we were talking earlier with Kevin about uh, a wrestling moment that got him hooked onto wrestling, and he had mentioned the storyline between the Ultimate Warrior and Papa Shango with the pea soup. And then he later went on to tell us a little bit about one of his favorite matches was Beulah McGillicuddy versus uh, Bill Alfonso, ECW 1997. Do you have any matches that stand out to you during 
the 90s that really was uh, meaningful to you that you really enjoyed you look back at now and rewatch? Uh, well, I'm going to show how uh, young I looked, but how old I am. Uh, for me, it was uh, Road Warriors, Midnight Express, got me hooked, Night of the Skywalkers. And it was just good call. It was just phenomenal. I guess we're going this way. That was a phenomenal show altogether. I like yeah, it. I guess we're going down this way, and I don't know how to get around this. So just follow this and we'll go around. And we're all Anybody... we're now on a back road, and we have no idea where we're going. So uh, it was nice knowing you guys. I haven't, I'm down to 2%. <laughs> well, once again, this is recorded uh, for posterity on the reasons. On so. line, the end uh, of ex- Josh Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> The Poor Josh. He's got he's got eight bars and he's on this he's on this conference call here and if he needs to use the phone for an emergency it's probably not going to happen. Hey, wrestling or uh, or my life it's going to go wrestling. Wow, that's dedication. That is dedication. Well, well it's just like uh, Jerry Lynn. Halloween decorations are, are sending people out trophies. I, he he does both. The the, <laughs> yeah. the trophy st- awesome. The trophy story was amazing, and he he called me after uh, the trophy situation. So evidently, some of his Halloween decorations blew into the box. Uh, I went and got the box. I opened it up, looked at the trophy. I'm like, oh my, this looks great. And you know, you always look for more. And there was this paper cardboard. Tooth, bloody tooth. So I, <laughs> I grab it and I take a picture of it and I send it to Jerry. I'm like, Jerry, what's this? In a matter of, of, you know, usually Jerry's a busy man. And it's usually an hour, two hours. He sends me a text or you know something. This man sits there and calls me immediately. That's where that is. There's a story. Hold on. Do you have? FaceTime. I'm like, I'm not Freeland. I'm not cheap. <laughs> so, right away, he FaceTimed me, and he shows me the decorations outside. He goes, we've been looking all over for that tooth. And I'm like, well, I found it. I'm like, uh, I thought it was like a tooth you might have lost over in Japan or something. But apparently not. <laughs> so, uh, I wanted him, him and... Uh, and the missus, you know, the the butt heads, because she just bought the decoration. So I'm, I mailed it back to him. What a good man you are. Oh, solid of you. That Did is. you sign it first before you send it back to him? Yeah, you should have autographed it and then That's send it great. back to him. He told me I could, but then I, I don't want Pam to get you know mad for uh, me to face her property. Good man. Look at that. Always yeah, looking out that, for us. Uh, that is a smart move. Smart move. Should get over it. Should get over it. I have not. I have not personally seen the trophy. Can you take a picture of that trophy and and send it to us in our group chat? I'd love to take a look at that. I sit there and put it on Twitter. Oh, yeah, did you already did. put it on Twitter? Yeah, yeah I, 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 oh. I put it on Twitter with the whole tooth conversation and everything. Oh, jeez. I'm, got... I'm glad you don't pay attention to me at all. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I got my thumb up my ass. I don't oh, know what's oh, going on. Hold on. Take another picture, and I'll be like, "If you Freeland, if you comment on this, I'll give you a free 
T-shirt. <laughs> get, get, get me on that quick. <laughs> it's commented five times, and he wears uh, a two X. You're welcome. <laughs> By the way, I'm on Twitter right now, and I am retweeting some Shining Wizards shit right now. So, Shining Wizards, hey, once again, Christopher Butt, he's a good man. Get him something. Look at this. I mean, he deserves the win. A, a good man, that might be a bit of a stretch. I appreciate it, but it's a stretch. Okay, we'll say you're an okay person. How does that sound? That's better. I can do that. Go. So wait a minute. Did you tag me and did you tag me in this whole bloody tooth thing, Josh? Why would I? I put FRM pod. I don't I didn't know I had to put you personally. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Here I'm we go. Sh- I'm getting shit left and right. Okay, speaking um, of and, and your your phone issues. You don't have a plan. Your pay-as-you-go nonsense. Do you still have like a Razer flip phone? Are you that far behind? Or what are you using? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do you, what do you mean? So I, I take you, you your prepaid on... plan. Yeah, my yeah. prepaid. I'm all about the prepaid. I like the prepaid. What, what the kind pre- of phone do you have, Freeland? Um, it's a. Uh, let's see here. Uh, it, it, it's a Nokia 401. No, hush, hush. It's a, uh, I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. It's just, just a phone. It's a, it's a prepaid uh, track phone. It's the name of the company, Track Phone. Oh, never heard of yeah. it. Wow, it's actually a touchscreen. It is a touchscreen. It's, a, it's a nice touchscreen track phone, and it's thirty dollars a month. I get one uh, gig of everything. I get four hundred and fifty uh, minutes, and. Uh, I'm forgetting, you know, whatever. Good God. 40 bucks a month. 30 bucks a month. Free nights and weekends. Call me after 9 o'clock on Friday. I'm ready to roll. We'll have long conversations. I'll tell you how much my, my, I pay every month, but you would almost be able to, wait, hold on. I would have an aneurysm. I'm so cheap if I heard that you paid like 100 bucks a month. Well, no, no, have your aneurysm because that's what I pay. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you're going to have three of them. Oh my god, jo- Josh has got this this big this big full beard going right now. When when we can see him, he's it's got this big. Solid. It is. He looks like he's one of the Briscoes from uh, Ring of Honor. We need well, eight. What? That's almost a prerequisite now for FRM pod. This is true. Some kind of facial hair. You got to have facial hair. Who farted? Did you did you trim up your facial hair? I shaved it off a while ago, and it's grown back now. It's are cold. Gonna, are you gonna Are you gonna let it grow full? Yeah. Why not? It's cold. Nice. There you go. I'm jealous of Chris's. Beard. I'm not even gonna trim it. I'm just gonna let it grow, and what it is is what it is. Let it get Don't wild. Don't you live in Florida? Nope. I live in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, I don't think it ever gets so cold in Florida. I'm from the Great White North, so. Yeah, you got me beat by a couple feet of snow up there. No, not yet. Well, he's up in he's up in uh, the territory of the greatest wrestler that ever lived. All I got to tell you is the best bout machine, oh, Mr. Oh. Kenny Omega. Oh, Jesus Christ. Kenny Omega, greatest of all time. That's all I'm going to say. He's good. 
I agree he's good. Greatest of all time. He, he's pretty up. We uh, just lost Josh Ritter. We yeah. <laughs> something has either the happened in dead the car. Or the car crashed, yeah. one of the two. Yeah, either his cell phone died or he's dead. <laughs> I'm glad that those are the two options. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Hold on, hold on. We might have we might have him back. Do we have him back? Uh let's see here. I'm gonna try to add him again. Up, oh, he's gone again. So dun, 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 dun. I feel like yeah. that's. Do you remember when uh, WrestleMania, when Roddy Piper kept calling, and Vince McMahon was talking to him as he was chasing Gold Dust on the four hundred five parking lot brawl there. The parking lot brawl. That's right. The yeah. back lot brawl. Yeah. Back lot. Correct. Oh my gosh. How about the Jake the Snake story with Vince McMahon? I forget which pay per view he's at, but Jake was the star. It was supposed to go out, and he told Vince McMahon he wouldn't go out until he went out and purchased him some illicit extras. And Vince McMahon was running around in his suit in downtown city looking for the extracurriculars Jake the Snake wanted. No. Yeah. That's Whoa. terrible. It, uh, yeah, I did, supposedly, me. this happened back in the 80s, so that stuff was running rampant at the time. So it wouldn't surprise me if it, that's a true story or not. Christopher, what's the craziest story you've ever heard when it comes to wrestling? Um, well, there's the one where the Rujo's punched out the dynamite kid. Yes. That was a pretty yeah. good one. Yes. Um, well, it's the, the hard body Harrison. Okay. Is his name or hard body Harris, maybe. WCW jobber. Yes. Uh, never really amounted to nothing. Ended up becoming like a pimp or something like that. And he's doing <laughs> a boatload of time because he had a bunch of hoes. Yes. Like, this not is true. Godfather hoes, but like legit hoes. Legit hoes. That's right. Uh, and he was about the ones I can think of. And did you know what he found out? What wasn't easy, Christopher? Pimping ain't easy. Pimping ain't easy. <laughs> right. It ain't Man. easy, boys. Oh, Those are the God. ones I can think of. I'll tell you a good story. Uh, okay. When I was younger, I used to work as a bouncer. Okay. And we used to have wrestling at one of the bars I worked at. And the guys would come in, and some of them were fair-sized dudes. I mean, I'm, I'm not small, but some of them were pretty big. And there was this one guy always going on how bad he was. and nah, 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 nah. Well, a bit of a, a disagreement broke out at the bar. Bouncers all jumped in to, to sort it out. Was wrestler decides to go full cutting a promo because the matches are going on while this happens. So he's on the mic cutting a promo. Like it was, I didn't hear it, I heard of it. Anyway, somebody jumped into the ring. He was going going on how bad he was and da 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 da. You know the bouncers are nothing compared to him and all this stuff. So some guy, uh, a patron, jumps into the ring and just dummied him. I mean, beat the tar out of him as the bouncer stood there and watched. Because, like, uh, you're so bad, you don't need all of us. We'll just watch you get beat up. And he got wow. the hell kicked right out of him. Now, did he get jumped from behind? The wrestler get jumped from behind, or was it? Nope. The guy jumped in full head on and just smashed him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like seven of us just standing there watching. Like, uh, when do you think we should jump in? Yeah. Man. Th that is insane. 
Holy yeah, that cow. was that was a uh, quite the sight to behold. Wow. Yeah. Do do you, uh, Chris? Let me ask you. Did you uh, you got your FRM uh, coffee mug right? I do. It's in my office. Yep. Very nice. How was it with the duties to get that? Um, the duties on that because I had that and a uh, lighten up you stiff prick T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, the wife doesn't like that shirt. Why I'm not? Gonna wear, well, she's a, she's a kindergarten teacher, you know. Yeah, uh, I can uh, respect that. Yeah. And she's teaching from home these days, so Monday I'm right. off. I might wear it and walk in <laughs> while she's on camera just to see how that goes. <laughs> so if you, if you never hear from me again drawn. after Monday, she shot me. <laughs> <laughs> she shot me. <laughs> you know. That's tremendous. Right. Wow. But yeah, the duties on that weren't too bad. I think it was 18 bucks or 20 bucks or something like that. Okay. Yeah, it, it all depends. Some stuff is ridiculous. Some stuff is not so bad. Right. right. But that, this point, the mug and the t-shirt, was like eight weeks getting here. No. It was six weeks before it left New Jersey or something. Five <laughs> weeks. Oh, my God. Sweet Jesus. Who's well, the asshole that's hitchhiking from New Jersey to Kingston to drop it off? <laughs> oh my gosh! Here I am plugging this merchandise, and it takes it takes months to get to someone. Well, I'm a little ways away too, so right. But you're not you're not uh, you're not across the planet. You're just well, in no. Canada. Yeah, oh, I it mean, only if, took me a week. I got a sweatshirt and FRM pod hoodie. It only took a week to get over me. Oh, nice. I can drive to New Jersey in like Just one, eight hours. one week. <laughs> so hold on. So who farted, got his hoodie in a week, and he's in Pennsylvania? Yeah. Christopher, it took you two and a half years, and you you said you could have drove down here, picked it up yourself, and drove home. Oh, easy. Like, I could have done that on a weekend. Wow. The, the borders aren't open, but, you know. So, okay, the borders aren't open, so you can't come to the United States if you wanted to, even if you had a visa, correct? If I had a visa, I might be able to. I. It's funny because the rule is I think you can fly in, mm -hmm. but I could fly to wherever, but I can't right. drive across the border. That doesn't make any sense to me. I, I know. It doesn't make a lot of sense. But if I come back, or right. when I come back, I have to quarantine for 14 days. Because let's be honest, you guys got like 80,000 cases a day. Yeah, not, it's not the that good. The whole country yeah. of Canada has had like 230,000. Jeez. I've been preemptively yeah. tested twice already. So it's, you know, it's, it's a bit different. Because like, I'm originally from Newfoundland. Oh, You probably wow. have no idea where that is, do you? Yep. Uh, yes. I, yeah, that's uh, the what, island. North Maine. Off of, yeah. Yeah, it's in Iowa, well, it's a little north of Maine. Yeah. But yeah. So that's where I'm originally from. And we were going to go home every summer, my wife and I. If we went to Newfoundland this year, we would have had to quarantine there for two weeks. Like, well, I'm Unbelievable. Not, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me to take two weeks off, rent a condo or a house or something, to sit there and get Uber Eats three times a day, and then after two weeks, get on a plane and fly back to Ontario. Yeah. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. Hence be why the U.S. has 80 million cases a day and no other country has that many. Because yeah. America don't like to follow the simplest of the rules, some of them. 
we maybe. I think we we do our best. I think our hygiene might just not be the uh, the highest. Yeah. Well, it's funny because you never I didn't anyhow never thought of it before. Like I hunt, you know. I'm, I'm like I'll go work out in the yard or whatever. I've been yeah. elbow deep in a moose before after shooting it, <laughs> and and never thought twice about it. Right. It is what it is. Yeah, you've got whatever on you. But now it's everything you touch. You're grabbing for hand sanitizer. I'm like, I didn't think I was a dirt bag before, but <laughs> apparently I was. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the changing society that we live in. Hey, Freeland, you need the COVID masks that have the Mikey Whipwreck dragon on it, but the dragon changes color when you either need to brush your teeth or change your mask. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. That is not a bad idea. How Mikey was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys, have either one of you guys been been COVID tested yet? No, I'm staying especially away from everyone because I've had a kidney and a pancreas transplant. So I'm really susceptible to getting anything. Yeah. Well, my thoughts are with you. No, absolutely. That'd be a hard road to go. That's what would be. Yes. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely not fun getting uh, get tested for that up up the nose and all that. They uh, they don't make that easy on anyone. No. Well, they were talking about there's going to be some kind of uh, some other test to where you don't need to pick stick the swab up your nose or something. I don't know. I yeah, seen it on about the news. The saliva, I don't they were talking about. It's the rectal one, right? Yep. Guess I'll die of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> They get you coming or going, one way or the other. Oh, my Had God. Had 41 good years. Such <laughs> it's been a good run. Uh, we're not We're not going. I don't know if I ever told the story about. Uh, oh, God, this is not going nowhere good. Uh, when I was, God, I forget the age at this point. I was at the, at the pediatrician's, and I was having stomach issues. And uh, the doctor had to, you know, probe what not to make sure that there was anything really wrong with you. And, uh, well, let's just say this. His, uh, his exploratory, <laughs> uh, he came across something. He came across something. Very much so. Yeah. And Freeland didn't shit right for a month. <laughs> no, I was, I was so highly uh, enjoyed that I had to buy him dinner the next night. Oh Jesus Christ! You didn't shake his hand after, though, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> I thought that was too much. A little peck on the cheek was all I gave him. Yeah, you got to draw a line somewhere. You do. You have to. You have to be uh, a decent human being, Christopher. What's your beverage of choice right there? You're drinking, buddy. It's a Weiser's Deluxe Canadian whiskey and a little bit of Diet Coke. Ooh, yeah, very nice. Mr. Yeah, Who I'm farted? Not. What What are you drinking tonight? What's your uh, beverage of choice? Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Fair. How about you, Mike? I was drinking some uh, some soup. I was actually drinking some uh, some soup, but now I'm drinking. I'm big into the sparkling water. Big into the sparkling water. I like it a lot. Can't do that. I like your water with with mio. Or like those tang squirts or whatever. Hey, he's back. Well, Ritz coming back. The Ritz coming back. We lost him before. We we're gonna send out the the, the paddy wagon to find you. But uh, are you still on eight percent bars? 
No, no, no. I realized I had my iPad with me. Oh, so you're you're fully charged. Thirty-five percent. Thirty-five. So where exactly are you right now on the road? Uh, we're on our way home, cause uh, until PP and L comes and fixes the power line, and then we have to get an inspector to come check it out. We lost our whole weekend of hunting, so. Oh, man. That was about that was like an hour and a half away. Wow. So. So I. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, you're telling me. She she already got it. She got a doe already. So nice. She's the only one of us that got a deer already. But I feel like I'm better eating than a buck. I got a chauffeur driving right now, and she's giving me dirty looks. So, so what's the plans now that deer hunting is, is not on the docket? What are you guys going to do to replace it? Uh, probably sit around and do uh, absolutely nothing. It's it's about waterfowl. Duck and goose hunting, Rip. Come on. What? Duck and goose. I didn't hear it. You guys don't waterfowl hunt? I don't have nothing like that around here. Where the hell do you live? Yeah, where are you, Josh? Tell, tell us where you are in the country. Oh, I'm PA. I'm like maybe hour and a half from Mikey. There's oh, no water in Pennsylvania? Well, there's water, but... I just started hunting maybe three years ago. So... No. Waterfall is where my... it's at. I just got my first uh, deer last last year. Yeah, last year. Nice. So, little little five point. But that's all that. It, it was it was, a, it was a nice size one. Yeah, it sounds like my ex wife. She had five points for you. Uh, she was a five bill. Yeah. Oh. Mhm. I know. It, it, if I walk on, if I'm on my hands and knees, I'm five pointer. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he uses his nose. <laughs> oh. Hey now! Wow. Freeland, so you're you're a teacher, right? They know the nonsense you go on with on the podcast. I guess not. Okay, no, never mind. no one knows anything. That's that's not bad. Yeah, I'm. I, I like to keep. Where's, my, uh, where's that you teach again, Freeland? We we can uh, solve that problem. I don't exactly remember the name of the location, so I don't blame you. I'll have to get back with you on that one. But yeah, yeah. I like. To, I, I try to keep my personal life personal. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair. I was just curious. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. I. Because uh, the pod does get offside. Every I'm, a, I'm okay with it. I ain't got no qualms. Yeah, me, I, I find it entertaining. Well, I taught preschool for four years. Um, the last four oh, years, so you're used to dealing with the juvenile and incoherent. I'm I'm used to trying to balance multiple people out at one time. Oh, so it's kind of like the podcast. Kind of like the show. That's right. Even though uh, I don't have to wipe either one of their butts yet. Yeah, uh, but I'm sure it'll come to that at some point Jerry's because they're both close. elderly. Jerry is close. Mikey's even closer. They're both elderly, and uh, just, just wait till you go on your little bonding 
trip adventure. I'm all whatever. about I'm all about the team building experience with you know doing the 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 fall where you like gotta catch each other. I'm all about that. Freeland, ain't nobody you, catching you know, you. you know, there's no way that Mikey and Jerry are catching you. They're, they're no way in the hell. Wait a minute, stepping out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna oh, look, look something's shiny over here. They're gonna walk away. Mikey's gonna stand there with his buzz balls in his hand. Mm-hmm. Jerry's oh, gonna be leaning to... on his cane and laughing at you because you'll never walk again. Well, if I don't, if I don't walk, those two cheap bastards are gonna buy me a hover round. I'm gonna make. No, they're them. not. They're not. A rascal. A rascal. That's right. <laughs> I, I can go around the mall on my thing. I can okay, hear you now. This? Sorry, Freeland. I couldn't catch you. I had two buzz balls in my hands. Uh, he's addicted. To, he he loves the buzz balls. Has anybody else ever had the buzz balls? Never no. seen them before. But, but we can always put some wheels and a motor on that uh, on the chair sitting on Freeland. Hey, hey, easy on the chair. This chair has treated me well. <laughs> How long have you had it? I've gotten all the bodily fluid out of it before I moved into the living room. Um, oh, I would say I would say about seven years now. You can't even see the stains anymore. They're gone. Uh, the coroner yeah. said you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff after so many years. Yeah. So well, when the smell goes away, it's good. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. That's I have why, no problem whatsoever. It. Get one of those right. Bissell machines and clean it. You're good to go. That's right. See? I'm okay with that. Now, yeah, would yeah, you yeah, ever... Exactly. Would, hey, here, here's a question for, for all of you. Would you <laughs> would you ever have uh, buy garage sale underwear? Nope. No. Garage sale what? Garage sale underwear. Would would any of you guys stop at a garage sale at someone's house and see some nice and clean folded and say how much? Do I need them? No, not that you need them. Would would you ever consider buying? Well, well, no. I'm saying, do what, do I need them? Did, did I like just do a number two and I'm like I need a spare pair? Or... <laughs> Even then, I'm not doing it. Okay, yeah, but, I'm and, going commando. No, in in a pinch, I might. Okay, so no. in a pinch, in a pinch, Josh says he would purchase. He'd pull off on the side of the road and, and buy a pair of used undies at a, a garage sale. Mind you, they are washed. Well, I never said I was gonna put them on. I might use them for toilet paper. Oh, you know, why wouldn't you put them on? Why wouldn't you put them on, Josh? Crabs. Why, That's why I? you wouldn't put them on because of crabs. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that bad. Who farted? Tell me. Tell me right now. In a pinch, would you put on a pair of used underwear from someone else? However, they have been washed. I... No. Well, are they underwear or boxers? Boxer briefs? Does it make a fucking difference? <laughs> it's somebody's <laughs> dirty ass drawers. No, I'm not wearing them. Hold on a second. Hold on. I feel like that's a perfectly fine product as long as it's washed. You still can't get the Fremunda cheese out of it. You, you can't get the what? Fremunda cheese. For the cheese from under your balls. You can't wash that out of the underwear. Oh, God. If you so... got cheese under your balls, you need to go see a doctor. <laughs> Maybe somebody needs to go at you with a pressure washer. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus. So sometimes, well, sometimes you, you, you just got you, you got those hand me downs that that you have to wear them. Well, see, I don't have a problem with that, especially if 
The price is right. I will Free. go ahead and do that. Freeland. Jesus Christ. <laughs> do we need to set up a collection for you? No, you I'm just saying. Those one eight hundred children. Twenty nine ninety nine a month. Mike Freeland doesn't need to get used drawers. <laughs> he can buy his own shirts too. I am I am a Sally Struthers fan. Uh, 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 I'm going to talk to Beardo about about doing those. Uh, what's that? What's that for the for the uh, dogs and the animals with the song playing in the background? <laughs> The, oh, yeah. the Sarah McLaughlin song. Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah. Yes. We're gonna have the song playing in the background. Dial one eight hundred. Feet of Freeland. <laughs> <laughs> wow. In the arms of the angel, fly away. That, that'll do, Freeland. That'll do. That'll do. I'm gonna that song. Uh, I I I want to say Sarah McLaughlin, but I'm not hundred. Leave it that way. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. For everybody who's uh, who's it's just listening cold. in right now, we're joined by the writ Christopher Bud from Canada, and who farted Kevin Musgrave. Uh, I am Mike Freeland. No Jerry, no Mikey this week. Jerry is uh, doing duty, no pun intended, on the uh, big pay-per-view happening this weekend, AEW. Mikey is, uh, I don't know, trying to rest his body somehow. You haven't devolved into the Mikey Jerry conversation. It's just grunts and whistles at each other, and they laugh. I was on a three-way call with them one time, and I had to hang up. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous because I heard someone fall, and then I heard someone <laughs> snort laughing, and I couldn't tell who was who. But I did say that you two poor bastards need those life life alerts around your neck. Help my phone! I can't get up. Well, that's true. Mike tripped over a dog bowl once. Yeah. You guys yeah. remember the, the episode dog where took he him fell? out? Yeah. yeah, remember that one? Yeah. Oh my God, Jerry and I literally—we edited the, a lot of that, but we were freaking out. We were like, "What the hell? What the hell was that?" And then, obviously, about seventy-five expletives in a row uh, <laughs> followed. That's not a bad like that. thing. No, well, oh my God. So, well, he's cussing. He must be all right. Yeah. I think he had a couple of twisted teas after that. Yeah, why not? I wonder how Angel feels about Mikey drinking her booze all the time. Well, that's a great question because I think what, he finished off her barefoot teas. one time. Well, he drinks oh, yeah. her wine, the twisted teas, the other raspberry iced teas, lemon iced teas, Bubba, mm. all those. That's right. Mikey seems to have a very, um, how shall I put this, feminine <laughs> choice of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it may not even be Mikey's wife that picked this. Mikey may say it's his wife that picked it, but he got it, so he don't catch flack for it. I think I think we're on to something, guys. I think you, you may be very right. You need to get us the answer on that. I should. I should be. I should be Chris Wallace, and I need to get the inside scoop. And then Hopefully. next thing you hear is Mikey hates us all. He goes on one of his rants. And we're all kicked off the FRM pod, and you're down to two fans. <laughs> I don't know if we remember, can get... <laughs> Mikey. That is not me. I'm not into conversation. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm aware. So you, you're still on the road somewhere, right? 
No, well, we're, we're just getting ready. The, the pool one now, she's backing in. We'll, we'll, we made it here safe and sound. The podcast listeners, we are alive. That's good. It looked like a scary okay. 80s movie from the inside of that car for a while, and then we lost you a couple of times, and it was like, what's going on here? But you look good. You got the cool, you got the FRM. Is that the FRM hat or no? No, this is the Orange County Choppers one. Ooh, Orange County Choppers. Very nice. Wow. Well, gentlemen, it has been fun. It has been real fun. I've enjoyed it. Christopher, what shirt are you wearing right there? Is that uh, Incredible Hulk? Incredible Hulk. Yeah, buddy. I love the Incredible Hulk. Very nice. Incredible Hulk shirt. Baylor uh, University hat, you know. Who farted? Or Christopher, because I know it's not going to be me. Every episode, uh, Freeland's got to see some sort of nipple, and Jerry's not here, so who's showing it to him? Oh, who's going to show a little flesh? I'll it's take all you, Chris. Uh, is it going to be Christopher? Is he going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Show that teat. Show that teat. Yes! Oh, uh, we got the nipple. We got the Jerry Lynn nipple. This is fantastic. By the way, yours are much better. I love it. If you guys are enjoying what we are doing, if you can even call that what we're doing, please, by all means, cruise on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We will read those on the air. And uh, by all means, the Ritz, who farted, Christopher Butt, please share with your friends. Tell them they need to go over and leave an iTunes review. And if you want to get some FRM merchandise like these gentlemen, these fine gentlemen have done, they've, they've all purchased stuff. You can head on over weeks to Canada. It, uh, it, uh, yeah, it only takes a few months if you live across the border. If if you live in Pennsylvania, man, it gets there what thirty minutes or less. It's like a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you can go to um, Spreadshirt, <clears throat> and that is our main website where we have all of our merchandise. Or you can go to Pro Wrestling Tees and uh, search for Jerry Lynn, Mikey Whipper, or the original FRM logo. Hey, remember no coupons either. No, nope, can't use coupons. Use the coupon. Mikey said it's okay. (laughs) Whatever it takes to get your FRM merchandise, we appreciate that. Even though our cut is literally a dollar seventy-five. So you make a buck seventy-five a shirt. Buck seventy-five per person, roughly, I guess. Oh, good God. Yep. Okay, so that's... I, I know you're cutting it at the end. I got a quick question, if that's cool, please. <laughs> you're fine, absolutely. Okay, when all this COVID bullshit is over, yes. if, that, if it's ever over and we don't all die from the plague, <laughs> when are we doing a live show? I'm sure I'm the guy traveling the furthest, but let's look into something like that, boys. Come on off it. That would be a good time. I would concur. I... The drinks would be flowing. I'm actually talking to Beardo about trying to get something go, uh, over here this way because me, Beardo, and Mikey are kind of close. And uh, my I talked to Jerry. My buddy, I just sold him my wrestling ring probably two months ago. And he's doing his first show, I want to say March. And I told him about... Uh, Jerry and Mikey doing a seminar together. He's down for that. And I'm like, well, if Jerry and Mikey are going to be here, 
I, I'm sure I can sit there and get Mikey, you know, some coach tickets, uh, Mr. Freeland, you know, to come over and, you know, get the podcast live and maybe try to get, talk to Mimi to see if McCusker's bar and, and grill down Philly will let us do it. McCusker's would be sensational. And uh, Meany is a uh, good, good friend of the show. An amazing person. I've gotten to get to know him a lot uh, outside of wrestling as well. Wonderful person. His, his uh, broadcast partner, Josh Chernoff, is an awesome person as well. But yes, to answer your question, Christopher, we are hoping to have one. There is, believe it or not, things that can be told and talked about that Mikey has uh, revealed to me that uh, will only exist in the world of beverages in a live show um yeah oh yeah there are things that he said i want to talk about but it's got to be in a uh, in a live audience situation but we will i've heard a f- few things from jerry that he told me bits and pieces and from Mimi when i was was down there after bound for glory uh 2011 and they only told me bits and pieces, but it's some of the stories are fantastic. Yes, I've 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 been privileged to be a part of some of those on the on the down low, and wow, uh, I think people would very much enjoy hearing some of the great stories that uh, Mikey Whipwreck and, and Jerry Lynn have to say. All right, for the Rit, she's back, and I'm glad he's doing well. For Who Farted, Kevin Musgrave, and my good friend up in Canada, Christopher. What, what, what? It sounds like, did you have something else, Christopher? No, have a great night, gentlemen. Uh, look forward to doing this again. Good time. We will definitely do it again, and we definitely want to do it with all of you once again next time on Front Row Material. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>